0: Hey there, my name is Mei Ling, I'm a certified life coach and trauma trained practitioner and welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello friends, welcome to episode 3. And this week, the letter S is bringing you the topic of suffering. Yes, being in a place of suffering. Suffering for your goals. Now let me ask you a question. Do you believe that you need it to be hard in order to enjoy success? That you need to feel the bitterness before you can experience sweetness? Do you pride yourself on hustle, on all the hours you've put in on your charting platform, on TradingView? Does spending most of your waking hours on trading make you feel deeply worthy, more deserving? So what happens then, where you come to a point and wonder, why am I not there yet? Why haven't I experienced any modicum of success? I've put everything else in my life on hold. I've made sacrifices. And you feel exhausted, drained and burnt out. Now, if you feel this way and yet believe there's always more you can do, more podcasts to listen to, to learn from, more YouTube videos to study and take notes from, more things that you can study, re-watching course modules and videos, and it's all because you desperately want success, you actually have a limiting belief. And that limiting belief is this. You believe that you can't live your life and experience success at the same time. So you are at point A, and you so desperately want to be at point Z already. So you have actually created a time differential. And you are in resistance at point A, because you so want to click your heels like Dorothy and Oz, and be at point Z. Now let me tell you this. You don't get extra points for suffering. Let that sink in. Suffering doesn't make you entitled to money, to profits. Suffering doesn't give you bragging rights. You aren't owed anything just because you feel like you're suffering. Remember, you are creating goals to create the life that you want. An amazing life. You're not setting goals so that you can beat yourself up. nor are you setting something, a standard that's impossible to meet? It's all about feeling better, not about feeling worse. Feeling better about yourself, your capabilities, creating more beliefs that yes, you can do things, and creating self-trust. So I'm going to give you three pointers in which it can help reframe your mindset so that it can lift you out of suffering. Number one, accept your situation. It's okay. I'm here for a reason. I'm here at this very point today because of tiny, infinite decisions that I've made along the way. And it's okay. Everything occurred for a reason. There were lessons in which I learned. I gained knowledge. I became wiser. I became more knowledgeable about myself. I became more knowledgeable about my patterns, my behaviours. That's number one. Number two, place the focus outside of yourself. For example, you are not a failure if something went wrong. It's the trade that you placed that went wrong. It's the particular experiment that one time, the thing that you want to practice, something went wrong. And your job is to investigate and be a detective. Be curious. Put on your Sherlock Holmes hat and think, hmm, what possibly went wrong there? Why didn't it turn out the way I expected? Now, and think about this. When you place the focus outside of yourself, also go back to your why. Your reasons, why are you doing this in the first place? For example, you can think to yourself, I'm aiming for this goal. This is what I think success is to me because I want to help my family. I want to be with my kids more. I want to be able to have the freedom to attend concerts and performances, right? Rather than missing their soccer practice and their games because I'm at work, working overtime. And I want to help my elderly parents. I want them to live a comfortable life. Not because you want bragging rights. Not because you want to show off. Remember, if you place the focus outside of yourself and you serve others and you think how you can be a contributor to your community, a contributor to society, that makes it more motivating. You feel fired up. People actually feel more motivated and more inclined to carry on despite the pain when it's for something else and a cause that is bigger than themselves. So think about that. And point number three, view what you're doing as your craft, right? Not as a huge hurdle, Not as something that you need to get over and done with and quickly get to point Z. Think about it as your craft, as your practice that you are doing every day. For example, meditation. A lot of people think, oh, I've tried meditation and it doesn't work for me. I've tried to empty my mind of thoughts. But that doesn't work and that's not the point of meditation. Meditation is learning and being aware Of coming into stillness. Of thinking, hey, I wonder what's in there in my brain. Can I give some peace and stillness to my body? And instead of thinking that you need to completely empty your mind of all thoughts, which is impossible by the way, think about each thought that comes in. Kind of like a cloud. Like a little cloud in a big blue sky. And instead of trying to banish that and go, no, 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 this isn't working. I want you to think instead, I'm going to try to make that cloud disappear. Poof. And the sky be blue again. So basically, you are creating awareness and you're slowly guiding, right, your mind to be that big blue sky, that vastness. So it's a practice Because you can't prevent the clouds from coming into the sky. (laughs) You can't prevent the thoughts from coming into your brain. But what you can do is be aware and be at peace and find a way in which to create that vastness, that big blue sky of stillness within you. So it's a continual practice. So think about what your goal is as your craft. How are you practicing putting into practice every day. Things can help you along the way. Now, there is a Japanese phrase. It's called kodawari. And what it means is a relentless devotion to your craft. I love this concept. It's like pruning a bonsai tree, you know. Every day, you just prune a little bit here and a little bit there. And slowly, you get to see the shape unfold. You learn how to appreciate every tiny snip and you pull back and you look at the overall tree and you smile to yourself. And it's during this process, this quiet time that you devote to yourself, this quiet time with your bonsai tree to your craft that you feel good. So you are feeling good during the process. So think about what you're trying to aim for as your craft, how you're putting it to daily practice. It's kind of like little Shaolin monks, you know, at a Shaolin temple. They practice every day in the courtyard to the point where the courtyard has dents and dips in the ground where every day their feet make the same movements. They are practicing their craft every single day. They are becoming aware. They are creating muscle memory. So just like you're looking at your charts every day, and I tell my clients, I give them a way and a strategy of how to view looking at your trading charts, of how to view trading in general, the practice of trading, so that it becomes the norm for them. It's something they do automatically. It's not a place of suffering. It's not a place of, I want to get this over and done with quickly. It's their craft. It's something that you do every day or every working day. And it's something that comes naturally. And you are enjoying the process. No suffering needed. So I hope you found this helpful. And I'll see you next week. Bye.